motto, one Zambia, one nation, colon, one love. Um, Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooting Around podcast. I'm Kevin. I am Tom. And I'm Ed. I love the order. Who decided the order? Fuck knows. Uh, I always go last. Well, it's it's height, shortest to tallest. (laughs) Fair enough, yeah. Ow. Oh, sorry, that wasn't wasn't fair. It's... um... Zambia! (laughs) (laughs) The jewel in in central, south central Africa. South central? Yeah, yeah. Nice. That's, uh, That's where they named south central after. I have to say, I was a bit overwhelmed by Zambia because it didn't seem like there was a lot happening. And then I kind of peeled back the layers and it just kind of keeps on going. It's a little bit. I feel like it's it's, it's a bit sneaky in the way that yeah. it's sort of, it's there, unassumingly. So well, it's, it's massive. It's not that unassuming. How massive is it, Ed? I don't know. How many Luxembourgs? I don't know. Actually, oh, did I write oh, it I down? That, I These are normally your... I've got... Ge- generic stats of, of Zambia. So have I, but none of mine are how many Luxembourgs it is. Well, we can give the figure, and what? then Ed could try and figure it out. I probably can't. Oh, okay. you definitely can. You've successfully done it every other time you've done it. <laughs> I don't. I don't actually have the size of the. Um, yeah, me neither. <laughs> it's not about the size anyway. So well, 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 that's what everyone tells me. But three times the size of the UK. Or slightly larger than Texas. Oh, this must be an American site. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Slightly larger than Texas. How, how, how many Luxembourg's I don't know, Texas? Okay. Uh, Tom. I don't know. How many in the UK? I don't know. Mm. I don't just, like, learn it by heart. I've included some measurements um, on here as subways. Just to... <laughs> Thank just you. Just I appreciate the... Do the foot long, you know, match it up with the <laughs> meters and bit of reference for you thank you that's very nice i'm interested to find out what what they are now what the what the things you've measured by subway well, i can run straight into it if you want go for it a oh. bird again so these guys yeah yeah it's about birds it's me <laughs> um so these guys are one of the rarest birds out there they are called the shoebill stork and they get to five feet Wow. Which is how five. many subways? Five. Or yeah. Ten, or ten little ones. Oh, yeah. Ten, ten half ten ones. Is <laughs> it? Um, 1.5 meters for for the other people. Um, 1.5 meters. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Are they are they got thick legs? They seem like they've got thick legs. No, no, they're stalks. So they because I can only see the top of this. Of the, I can only behind me. I can only see his legs. So I assume they're about the same width as yours. Um, on, no, yeah. they're, they're pretty, <laughs> and, they, and that they wear jeans. <laughs> they're pretty, um, pretty thin. It looks pretty hench. What's what's it eat? Uh, lots of stuff. It will eat reptiles, um, fish, um, other, yeah, other not birds. like crocodiles, just like like geckos and shit. Okay, well, it, know, could, it, it could it eat could juvenile, <laughs> juvenile crocodiles, I guess. They're massive. They're, One point uh, five meters. That's like this. Yeah, yeah. That's quite big. They, um, they, they they live in packs. Not, not no. Like they're quite swarms. solitary. Um, they and look they look like they'd be a sort of solitary animal. Yeah, they're. I, I wanted to use a picture that was straight on because their bill is like it must be the size of the whole subway sandwich. Um, it looks like rock. Yeah, it does. And when you look straight on, they look like the most evil animal you will ever see. How would you describe it to uh, our listeners today? Um, A 1.5 meter high grayish brown bird with eyes. Piercing eyes. Piercing eyes. Imagine the eyes of like a cobra. Like, yeah. And then their bill is is almost twice the size of its head. Um, And they're called the shoe bill because their bill looks like a shoe. Hmm. I'm not really seeing the shoe bit. No. Um, I suppose that's what they they wore the other shoes they wore in the old timeies. It looks like a downwards-facing rhino horn off its face. Yes, that's a much better description. Um, so yeah, they're they're quite scary, and they clap their beak really loud um, as means of communication and defence. Um, they, when they're chicks, they I'm not sure if it's siblicide, but the oh, young dark. chicks will try and 
attack and kill the other one because do they kill always you, kill one or like is it no it's until last one man left. standing like, or? yeah like I, Highlander I'm I'm not sure what the the size of their clutches are but um it's basically you get rid of your competition so you'll get more food from your parents if you kill your brothers and sisters is uh, that why they're, is that why they're so endangered <laughs> probably <laughs> just bad management really um oh you did say about crocodiles they're very brave and they will attack crocodiles they will oh, stand that's in another the same reason why they're endangered yeah they'll stand in the same spot and they normally hunt at night and they will stay stationary for an entire day waiting to to pounce with a giant face you know those debates that you can always have and we've had them before oh, if God, you could yes. take down an animal and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, 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 what yeah. do you think this animal would like do against this animal i would never give a bird a chance against a crocodile but apparently this one yeah i reckon there's how? some birds that would i don't know they're quite big they can still be intimidating their wingspan's like two and a half meters so that's like i don't know how many fucking subways that is God, six, 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 six and a half, almost seven, almost seven. Is it? Oh, yeah, loads of loads of sandwiches. Um, Ed, but importantly, how how would you fare against it? Against that bird, if it can take down a crocodile, well, no, probably not. No, no, it, it can attack. Can, it can attack a crocodile. I can attack a crocodile. Okay, <laughs> I, I see. Um, can it swim? Uh, well, it stands in water. That's how it hunts. So it's, it's stood in, yeah, it's stood in wetlands and that that's kind of, they'll stay quite deep in water as well. I don't know because I don't know what part of its body I could attack first, if you know what I mean. Like I can't go for the face or anything because I, if I try and, I don't know, punch it, I would probably break my wrist. I think you'd have to go for the face first. But how? It looks because like... Because that's its only only weapon. Has it got, got like claws? Has it got like webbed feet? Or... I don't know. I'd grab the neck. No, I'd go for just the neck. Rugby tackle the neck. I'd just roundhouse kick straight to the face. Well, knock his knock his face off. Yeah. Yeah. Use what. a shoe on his shoe face. Yeah. That has to be a solid shoe. It can't be a flip flop. No. By the way, it's not open toed shoe. I learned through a comment on uh, on one of our uh, videos on TikTok that um, flip flops. Actually, I'll test you on this. How do you think New Zealanders call flip-flops? I, I was mid-response to that comment and I forgot to post it earlier. <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone knows the answer. Really? Yeah. What is it? Jendals. Jendals! I didn't know that. I was yeah. just like, what? what? <laughs> and then Aussies call them thongs. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. But I like jandals more though, because it just... But where does it come from? Like, what's the J for? Japanese sandals. Really? Yeah. Oh. Really? Yeah. Do you not? Do you not know that? Oh well, no, shit! I thought. I thought. I thought. I thought you'd have known it. Nope. That's so strange. Yeah, because oh. that's what that's what the samurai used to wear. Oh my fucking jandals! <laughs> my Havianas have come off. <laughs> uh. Um. So, just to round up with oh, these no, guys. Sorry. What, sorry. Sorry to interrupt you, Kev. Um. Why were they commenting about sandals? When have we mentioned sandals before? Oh, uh, you're Thailand, with... uh, my Malaysia episode oh, course, when you were yeah, walking Kev's... like through shit. Kev's yes. wading through Shawshank Redemption episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah, that was horrible. I've still got scars from mental and physical. Yeah, no yeah. Doubt, yeah. Um, so these fuckers, they can live up to thirty-five years. Look like um, it, to be fair. And their numbers have dwindled to just 10,000 in the wild. Oh. Where do they exist? Just in just Zambia in Africa. Uh, Central. Like Central Africa. Um, I'm not sure how far they do, but a huge population is in, in Zambia. So that is... Is that the national stalk. animal? No, no. The, national, the national animal is the African fish eagle. It's actually a fish. Yeah. Oh. No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> Also, definitely the best American high school sports team ever. Go Fish Eagles. Go the American <laughs> Fish Eagles. Um, I've got some, some generic facts. Um, 19 million people. Nice. In 2022. Uh, capital is Lusaka. A lot of people live there. Three and a half million. Oh, I've got 2.7. Interesting. Different sources. Do we split the difference? 3.1? Yeah. Oh, cool. Have you um, that? Uh, they like ninety. Oh God, no! Seventy-five percent Catholic, uh, Protestant. Twenty percent Catholic. Uh, motto: One Zambia, one nation. Colon one love. Um, 
<laughs> and um, they they have this. Oh, okay. This is why I want to talk to you about it because I think I reckon you've got strong opinions. Um, they're I'm scared. Their national anthem is called Stand and Sing of Zambia, Proud and Free. Um, it's sung in English and Bemba, which is one of the, the, the main languages there. But it's sung to the same tune as the South African anthem. How do you how do you feel about anthems? Anthems? Countries ripping off other countries' anthem tunes for their own. As, that's a bit strange, but anthems are cool as fuck. I love anthems. It really tells you a lot about the country, usually. Well, have what... you heard the uh, Egyptian military band? Yeah, so oh, high. oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> all the covers. <laughs> I quite like the Russian one. It's very Russian. Yeah, um, I love the Italian one. I can sing the Soviet one. This is well, the time. Well, Soviet one's fine. <laughs> uh, that's for Patreon. <laughs> Ironically, um... uh, I love the Italian one. It feels like it's a circus. It's really funny. Yeah, the start is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, exactly it's really close it to that, um, <laughs> but it sort of winds up like it like comes up to up to tone. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Like the, I don't know. I'm get not your really, own. Yeah, get your own. But if the words are different, I guess just a cover. <laughs> well, not even a cover. Just a. I don't it's know. like a TikTok. Really? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well. Yeah, kind of, yeah. I was astounded to find out that Ed's got 20,000 followers on TikTok. Fuck off. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. yeah. What, do you, what do you do? I just post. Where, the, where are all your followers from? I, the internet. Oh, they're all bots, mate. <laughs> they're not. They actually interact. I, I got nosy yeah, for a little bit and I was like, fucking hell, Ed. That's... That's Appreciate a it. Wow. And a hit of the microphone for you. So you monetized yet? Yeah, I actually, I think... Fuck off. In about a year, I made an amazing sum of £40. That's all right. Hey. Who's paying you? TikTok. What? It's a TikTok creator fund. Have you, um, you know, uh, announced that to the HMRC? Mm. 40 quid? Yeah. Yeah. Then we'll you need like time. a minimum of like 12000 a year to no, start paying tax. will be around for that. <laughs> Pick up 20p and she'll deport you. <laughs> well, I haven't. That's great work. Come. Follow Ed on TikTok. What, uh, is, it, what is your TikTok name? That's my name. Oh. Search Ed. <laughs> with, with two Gs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I've um, I've got some... I've got a bit of... I'm. This is more for me than anyone else. Um, I wasn't entirely sure where Zambia was. I knew roughly where it was. Mm-hmm. Africa southern bit um bordering countries seven of them yes to the north oh what's the test then to the north oh. ed oh the north it must be democratic republic of the congo noise noise correct to the to the east malawi yeah mozambique yeah Kenya. oh oh my god ah it's oh shit i, I thought about it earlier in tanzania fuck me yeah he's got his yeah, one okay. right and and to the south. I did look this up before. Right? It's not like oh. <laughs> just pure knowledge. <laughs> to to the south, South Africa. No, no. Yeah, you're right. Zimbabwe. Yeah. You're over fifty you're percent. Do, do I get like ten grand now? And if I continue, I lose that ten grand, but I have an option to win. No, you hundred. only get forty quid. No. It's the TikTok Creator Fund. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you give me 40 quid, I won't. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know more, uh, so I don't think. Botswana and Namibia, ah, and mm. then Angola to the Ang- west. Oh, Angola, I actually looked it up recently. It's so much bigger than I thought. Yeah, it's huge. It's, it's huge, yeah. Little quiz for you. I've been to one of those seven countries. Which one? Botswana. No. Namibia. <laughs> no. I would Kenya. love to go to Namibia. Kenya. Kenya. You've no. been to Mozambique. <laughs> no. Malawi? Yeah. What you do? Oh, I think you might mention this in a, in a previous well, episode. Well, clearly you're not listening to me then. i got a bad memory. <laughs> Let's go with that. Yeah. What were you doing in Malawi? Uh, went there with my family. We flew into the capital and drove, did most of the south. We just rented a car and did most of the th- south and went to a couple um, reserves and na- national yeah. parks and stuff like that. It was really good. Loved it. Nice. I've, I've never been to sub-Saharan Africa at all absolutely love to i'm pretty sure they like 
they describe Malawi as the Africa for beginners. If you're just like traveling, right. it's the first time we went to Africa, so we're like, well, how how so? Because it's for... the corruption is low. There's no like, it's not dangerous at all. Like it's, if you go to Somalia, it's probably different. You know, a different experience to Malawi. It's quite. Actually, I have a fun. I, this is not. We'll probably talk more about it when we actually go to Malawi. But one day we um, were looking for, I think, waterfalls, and we thought we'd ask this police officer, um, which apparently are really not corrupt at all in Malawi. That was one of the. the which is why he was so confused when he stuffed well, actually, euros in his face. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it was a, a middle-aged woman, which was. Um, fine. You're fine with that, yes, aren't you? Fine, yeah, but just <laughs> not unexpected. And we asked, so, uh, where is it? And uh, she was like, oh, I'll just jump in the car with you and you can take, like, I'll show you where we go. And that seems to happen everywhere by Europe and America. <laughs> I, oh, I wouldn't, but, I wouldn't have a policeman jump in my car in yeah, any but, country. Like, are you going to say no? Uh, I'd be like, yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> it, was, right. it was a bit strange, but then she jumped in my mum was in the passenger seat went back to the back with us and she was sat uh, in the front passenger seat and she didn't put a seatbelt on and my dad was like can you put your seatbelt on she was like who's gonna arrest me (laughs) 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 and then she drove us to a place and it wasn't the waterfall at all it was just her her mate's hotel and uh the guy just showed us around the hotel and then we're like we're not gonna stay here but you've got a nice hotel it was okay uh, waterfalls over there and then we walked for like an hour found the waterfalls it was not the ones that we wanted to go to but it was pretty cool waterfalls nice and we had a little picnic and drove back I've... and my dad also drove her back to her home so she could grab yeah. her packed lunch and then back to the police station and then drove back to join oh, us so she was just being cheeky oh yeah 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 yeah, nice. Yeah. Good go on you, Malawian policewoman. I've yeah. got a similar waterfall story. Um, would you indulge me? Indulged? Yeah, uh, yeah. I was, in, I was in Myanmar on riding on motorbikes, and uh, we went to this little town. Um, There's supposed to be really beautiful waterfalls, like, I don't know, like an hour's trek into the jungle. Um, so we asked some some local people, and they were like, they showed us on the maps. I the, Okay, the weird thing about about Myanmar is if you're on O2 in the UK, go to Myanmar, you can use all your data from home. Doesn't That's challenge so you. Right. Is it still like that now? I uh, I don't know, maybe. But consult with your mobile operator before you go. Um <laughs> so everyone was like, you know, you need to get off the park, you need to park your bikes and walk to the waterfalls. And being British and a little bit stupid, me and my friend were like, no, no, I'm not going to do this. We can defeat the jungle. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we drove through a, like several graveyards, a a rubbish dump that was partially on fire, um, and then sort of ended up on this like single track. And by single track, I mean like probably about a subway <laughs> wide um, through these like fields. Wait, wait, wait. Length. Oh, uh, width, width. Was it as an, right? Okay, so it's no, a subway wide. Uh, the length of a subway was the width of the road. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> at, at its widest point, um, <laughs> and um, got really hard. It was really tough, really like hard, hard riding a bike. So I, I haven't got a license. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, and we got closer and closer, and the path got narrower and narrower, and it started getting like the bush got thicker, and then. We got to this point where I tried to get up some little ramp and my little bike was like not having any of it. So I was like, fine, I'll walk it from here. My friend Josh um, was like, who's, who's a bit more a bit more laddie than me? I know, hard to believe. Um, and uh, he got up the hill, instantly toppled over, fell six foot down a ravine <laughs> through, like, through like scrub and into a, like a river. And he with was the like, bike? Yeah, with the bike. Uh, on to, on, not on top of him, but like next to him. Um, and uh, he was like, this spider's on me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he pulled him out. An absolute lad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pulled him out, pulled the bike out, parked it up, and we, we kept walking up the hill to the, to the waterfall. Um, got to the waterfall, there's some nice little shrines. No water at all. Perfect. Yeah. So just just some rocks. Not even drips. It was dry completely rocks. dry. Um, Wrong season or? I don't know. Maybe it's turned off. Um, so we uh, we desecrated that site <laughs> and uh, got the fuck out of there. You know, the Fair. Of Sorry about that. That was just a. No, that was good. That was good. But but I I understand that Zambia has 
an impressive and year-round operating waterfall. Um, oh, yes, it does. Uh, so I did a fair bit of research on this. This is going to segue quite nicely, and the fact that I'm pointing out the segue right now oh, it's means ideal. it's going to be even better. It's just perfect. Yeah. yeah. Like um, no one will notice. What's it going to segue into? <laughs> God, do I trust my powers of deduction? So, in 1849, Dr. Livingston travelled across Africa and discovered these waterfalls. The first person to ever, ever see these waterfalls. Apart from indigenous people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, uh, uh, and he named it Victoria Falls after the great queen. Yeah. Because um, she, she was gushing. Yeah, yeah. Drenched. Um, so, yeah. Named them Victoria Falls. Um, they are the world's largest waterfalls and one of the seven, seven natural wonders of the world. Um, they're not the widest or highest waterfall, but it's the world's largest sheet of falling water, which makes it the largest. Um, it's twice the height of Niagara Falls. Um, it's 108 meters tall and 1,708 meters wide. Um, what, what, the length of it? Yeah. That's incredible. What? what? Mm. That's massive. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm trying to work out how many subways that is. But... Well, it's a kilometre. 3,000, like, isn't it? Did, didn't you say 1,000 metres? 1,708. Oh, God. Oh, no, it's almost a, two kilometres. It's almost 6,000 subways. That's a lot of subways. <laughs> what is the longest subway ever made? And 30, how many 30 of... centimetres. Oh, fact. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can get the giant party subs. What? Yeah, yeah. They just cut the ends off and just turn it into a giant... And then yeah, put two that's, ends that's, at the that's end. not a single. That's no, 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 no. That's, that's, that's not a single baguette. Tom, no, that's, bu that's bullshit. That. No, I <laughs> call. Um, I'll check. I'll check what the the largest subway ever made is. Obviously, I'd heard of the Victoria Falls before, but I didn't know it was in Zambia. It's on the border, isn't it? It was Zambia and Botswana. Another one, yeah. I thought it was, yeah, but I never thought it was Zambia. Like, are they? I think it's shared because the Zambezi River covers. Like it covers a few of the borders, um, so. But like I, the, the Niagara, is that how you say? It? I always forget Niagara. Actually, Niagara. I always forget how to say that word. Um, those falls are in the US and in Canada, but mm -hmm. the interesting part is in Canada. Oh, I didn't realize. So well, what, it's just what? because there's no buildings, so people go there to take ah, pictures. Okay. Um, so I, maybe I, the, I think the, the interesting part is, is not a lot of buildings. <laughs> Sans buildings. <laughs> Um, so the, so that's the equivalent of 200 Olympic sized swimming pools. Hmm. Um, what every second or length, uh, it's flow rate is 1,088 meters cubed per second. I can't work that out. Me neither. Um, that makes how no much sense. milk is that? In terms of fins, consuming oh, it God, one day. God. Half a nation's daily intake. Okay, yeah. thank you. Um, the waterfalls are referred to as Mossi Oatunya by the Zambians, which means the smoke that thunders, which I Ooh. quite liked. That's pretty badass. Um, yeah, they were, it was David Livingston that gave it to them. Um, and one of my favorite things you might have seen is, um, it's called Devil's Pool. Oh, I've, got, seen I've got friends who've been there. No. Yeah, so there's a a lip that kind of is raised up over one of the edges and it's created like a little pool that you can swim into. Oh, it's like so an like, infinity pool, but natural. But yeah, yeah, yeah. There. That's crazy. Yeah. Do you have to like queue? Like, is it just there and people can go or is it like an so. event, like a proper no, uh, I think like, attraction? I think, you, it's have, an I think attraction. you have to get guided there. Yeah. And a lot of the videos are like, yeah, if you move like two or three meters that way, you'll just get washed over the edge. Um, it's a bit scary. It is. I'll put, a, put a barrier up. Yeah, take that up. nature. Probably I'll put a barrier up. Yeah. Oh, like they did in Turkmenistan. At the gates of hell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There were barriers when I was there. Oh, was it? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, fair. I still never saw it. No what? one really respected them, but they were there all around. Mm. That's a pain in the ass. Um, so while we're on the subject of Livingston, um, 
he brought football to Zambia. It's their national sport. Yep. You'll know this story, but I didn't realise it was Zambia. So, first introduced by Livingston, um, it's become popular throughout the country, and the country was devastated in 1993 when all but three players on the national football team, as well as the coaches, died in a plane crash on their way to the World Cup qualifying match. Do you remember that story? No. I don't at all. Yeah, yeah. So, it's... Uh, I didn't realise it was the Zambian football team, but the entire plane went down. Well, there's, there's, a, there's sadly there's quite a few stories like that. There's obviously yeah. the Manchester team. There's also a, more recently a Brazilian team, Chapo Coenso or something like that. Like maybe, like, well, in the past decade, like in 2015 or something mm. like that. I'm I'm about to, well, well, shit on the shit on football. I hate it. Um, and also, there's only one example that's actually made into a film. And that's from the rugby world about the Uruguayan team. That oh, that over. was the one I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah. Are, they, are they the ones that end up eating like each other? Each other, yeah. Yeah. Proper rugby. That's proper real. That's proper. <laughs> they probably start at the dick because they're all rugby lads. Um, <laughs> well, that's really sad, though. That is very sad. Um, I mean, I think not because they're footballers, could... just because. It's yeah, sad. yeah. I just mean, in general, yeah. How would they have fared in that World Cup? Well, you know, that's for debate. I think you can just blame Livingston for that, though, for bringing bringing football there in the first place. Yeah, that's fair. Well, what else did Livingston do? Uh, tried to bring the greatest religion ever over. It was Christianity. He was Succeeded. he was spreading spreading the good word. Um, yeah, he was the first person to cross uh, Africa from side to side. What? Just navigating through rivers? Like I no, got, no, I got like, the con- it, a lot of it was walking. Sorry. Oh, yeah, but it's probably he was walking. Uh, he he reached about... the mouth of the Zambezi <laughs> River in the Indian Ocean in May 1856, becoming the first European to cross the width of Southern Africa. Oh, fair. Mm. All his bags were carried by Paul. I'm not Paul, sure if probably. he did anything naughty. Oh, he would have. He done. was well. He was trying to free people from slavery and bring Christianity over there. So it's like give it one hand, take from the other. Yeah. Yeah, I um, moving on from your not moving on, but segueing from your uh, the name of the of Victoria Falls in um, in the native language. I can't remember what you said it was. Um, is uh, my uh, my wee beastie? Your wee beastie. Aye. Um, well, so, <laughs> the, the good thing is this week for those watching and those listening, it's the same experience. You can't see shit on that picture. Well, you can. It just looks like it's, it's, it's quite blurry, and there's there's two distinct types of colours of blur. One is green, and one is blue, and there's another green one. Um, you know, if these creatures were easy to spot and take photos of, we wouldn't have to rely on blurry pictures. Oh, they wouldn't be how convenient though, that they always take pictures with a toaster. <laughs> well, it's, it is what it is. You know, it wouldn't be crypto then. It would just be zoology. Exactly. Um, this is the Mokele Mbebe, or... Oh, that name is so good. Oh, you wait till the translation. You're going to... Mokele Mbebe. One who stops the flow of rivers, or simply river shutter. Ooh. Yeah. Um, it comes from the Congo River Basin, which is why when I talked about it in the other episode, um, I thought I thought it was in the Congo, because it's all like... Congo River mm-hmm. basically yeah, it's all, all, Congo, yeah. all around by there um, and it's one of uh, the best well known African mystery beasts primarily uh, due to it being defined as a surviving sauropod dinosaur um, or an unnamed predecessor sauropod? do you know what that means? no something leg yeah let's go with that yeah, uh, nothing unique about the Mokelembebe. It's at least four notes of the, one of the four mythical creatures: uh, the river shutter, the pachyderm slayer, the unicorn, giant reptile. Uh, river shutters are sub-Saharan creatures uh, with an aptitude for withholding or releasing a river's water. In communities dependent on life-giving water, this can mean the difference between life and death. Um, so yeah, so these these sort of um, the existence of these, like the explanation of these, was that they would, like every like every now and again, when in in so during periods of really extreme drought, they would blame it on the um, 
on these type of like mythical creatures. Ah. So it's like part dinosaur, part mythical creature. Oh, I like that. Yeah. What's it called? The what Mbebe? Uh, Mokele Mbebe. Nice. I love that. Mbebe. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a shame we haven't got any better pictures of it. <laughs> but what are you going to do? Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. Very nice. What? Um, I'm interested. I'm really interested to learn about food from Zambia. Are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well... Like every week, Ooh. I prepare this section and always have a local delicacy to talk about. This is Ifin Kubala. Are they witchy grubs? Caterpillars. Okay. Which are either fried or boiled and then fried uh, for a few minutes. Uh, they're usually served with tomatoes and onion with nshima, which is like a mashed potato looking like mash made out of corn well like polenta yeah similar yeah i suppose it looks good looks all right yeah it looks crunchy plus it's fried in oil so it would probably be crunchy i've had like roasted grubs i've never had anything like that. yeah i've had i've had some like crickets and stuff all right yeah no well i had like actual like but they were still soft and oh, squishy. Fuck, oh, and oh no, no, okay, no, fuck maybe not. That. It tasted like um, Philadelphia cheese. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was gross. So they had um. Philadelphia on... cheese is amazing. No, I know, but <laughs> as you put it in, it's an insect, and then you chew it, and it's cheese. It's kind of gross. And they served oh. it on a, a skewer with um, plantain. Interesting. Uh, but t- where was that? Where did you have that? Yeah, in Peru, with the. Ashaninkan people. Ah, nice. Yeah. That's when I got called the one who sings. I made, I made an entire tribe sing the YMCA. <laughs> we'll save that for the pro episode. Yeah, Livingston would be proud. Um, would you eat that, Ed? Oh, yeah, 100%. Do you reckon you eat it with a spoon? Chopsticks, well, maybe. The picture we've got here has a spoon and two what look like chilies kind of thing. Oh, is that? A sp- I thought that was some sort of dish. No, it looks I like didn't a spoon. See the, I didn't see the spoon. Um, so I suppose eat it with a spoon. Well, I mean, whatever method you whatever use, comes I, to hand. I would do the same. Yeah, if it was crunchy, I'd I'd have a have a whirl of that. I'm kind of over the soft grubs. I'm a little bit suspicious of. Um, I suppose it's a bit like why would you, like when you have chicken wings. Not that I have chicken wings. You don't have cauliflower wings, um, and you just cover them in sauce. I'm like, well, if I wanted a wet piece of cauliflower, I'd just get boiled cauliflower with sauce. Yeah, but then it's. Tasty. I should stop giving opinions about food. I think I can. For someone who used to be a chef, I don't like your opinions on food. I had, I had, <laughs> I had, I had very recently a massive argument with a friend of mine um, about how much salt I put in things. Do you put like, a lot or not a lot? Oh, loads, load. Like, yeah, I aggress. I'm aggressive on my seasoning. I think salt elevates, but then you reach a, like a limit. Over that, it's, it's just too much. Yeah, but, I want to taste the food. But then, the if salt. you put too much salt in, you just add some butter to <laughs> even it out, and that's how fine dining works. Unsalted butter takes the edge off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unsalted butters for pussies. It's what? What else do they? I can't imagine. Well, that, that in, that's in not Mesha every day. thing and Medjal and Mesha thing uh, was like those two things we like to top two. That's but, one of the top dishes. That is wow. the national dish. Well, well, I don't know if it is the national dish. I googled Zambia national dish. This came up, and then right. it said often served with enmetch, and then I was like, okay, what's that? And then it was second national dish. Oh, so it was like this often served with this. Yeah, and then you just got stuck in a. What on earth was that? It's a big bike. Ooh, brum brum. Sorry, you were saying as you were. And it's like you're caught in a circle. You like you like what's so what's the next dish? And it just takes you back to the first one, yeah. and so on and so on. Yeah. Um, those look, those yeah, looks it looks all right. But I suppose they eat a lot of like you know those potato like root vegetables, tubers, yeah, stuff like that. But I don't know. This is all speculation. But they look delicious. And taro is that what it's called? Yeah, taro, 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 taro. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think uh, they eat stuff like that. Yeah, they look. That actually looks good. Never thought I'd say that about the, insects. The tomato really helps. To be fair. Yeah. I don't know. Would you prefer if it was? A relish on the side to keep the the integrity of the crunch. 
I think I would. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that sauce is like soggy. It looks quite a bit like well, sweet and sauce. sour. All sauces are soggy. No, nah, no, nah, because some are sticky. Well, wet, aren't they? <laughs> well, th- yes, but they're not like all, you know, drenching the food. Yeah. That one looks a bit like st- a sticky kind of thing. Oh, you mean like a glaze? Yeah, a bit like right. a glaze. Like like, hot, like sauces that usually have honey in them tend to be a bit, you know. I think I'd still rather it on the side so it was still crispy and you could manage the level of crunch. Well, we have to start a cooking show and try and do every... We've got a chef I'll, here. Well, I'll he just let no you and Tom do food, it. But... I can eat it. You, you can cook bland food like pork and <laughs> Thank you. beans and Tom can just give me a bowl of salt. Sounds about right. Yeah. It sounds it sounds all right. Um, all right. Looking forward to it. Have you got any more facts? What have uh, you got in the barrel? I've got plenty of stuff. Yeah, I want to hear some some Ed facts. Yeah, um, something that you I was surprised you didn't uh choose to talk about. Lake Kariba. Ooh. The largest man made lake in the world. <laughs> Why is it man made? Because of a dam. Oh. Oh yeah. Um it's along the border between Zambia and Zimbabwe. It's it was filled this is how big it is. Between nineteen fifty nine and nineteen sixty two. It was filled in that time. (laughs) That in 1962 is uh, when they completed the Kariba Dam. Uh, The lake is 223 kilometers long and up to 40 kilometers wide. That's uh, 5,580 square kilometers. And no, I didn't check how many Luxembourgs there is, but that's approximately two and a half. Well, it's bigger than two Luxembourgs. Actually, yeah, a bit less than two and a half. That's insane. Wow. Um, what do they do there? Is it is it a hydroelectric dam? Uh, I think, it is. No. I think the... well, maybe probably. You, you're thinking of a different. One. Why else would you build a dam? Yeah, I mean it must be. Um, but yeah, for it to take three years to fill up, <laughs> just crazy. I mean, they probably. I, I always I always wondered how they actually build dams. Like in what order? Like like do you build it? Do you build it a bit and then you fill it a bit and then you keep building it and filling it? I reckon you build the sides. And then you've got a bit of a structure to like build the top a bit like a bridge and then you kind of go down. I mean, there must be a point where you're just like, okay, that's it with the water. I reckon dry. you just put the Mbebe at the end of the lake, let it dry out. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Put the big wall up. Obviously. And just the go from there. The old wizard you shall not pass trick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Very effective. Hey, do you think that causes droughts in the rest of the country? If it... Well, if it flows into... Zimbabwe, they probably don't care. It's their problem. <laughs> yeah. I think it flows from Zimbabwe, though. I think it comes from, like, flows southward from the north, and Zimbabwe's in the north, isn't it? Oh. I, this is all speculation. I actually is it can't shared remember. with... I don't think it's... Oh, uh, it might be shared, actually. I think it would be, like, one selling power to the other if it is a hydroelectric dam. Yeah, yeah. Or... Or if it's a joint project, they're just mm. both they both plug their things in the same side, different sides. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably what it the, is. The key words there are well, the key word is think. <laughs> and probably, I wanted to go into way more detail about about something in Zambia, but I didn't. I said I didn't have the time. I didn't. I didn't get around to it. Um, and that's uh, witchcraft. This is actually. This isn't. A, well, it's obviously it's a picture, but it's not. Oh, real. I didn't even see the that person in the white and like stood up. Oh, I thought yeah. it was a tree. <laughs> so this is this is from a, um, a film, like a really I, 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 oddly enough, a film I've actually watched um, called "I Am Not a Witch," straight to the point with the title, um, and it it was from by it's, it's by a um, director called uh, Nungano uh, uh, Nyonni. Uh, who is uh, Zambian-born. You've said uh so many times. I'm, oh, kind of, I'm, I'm not sure to, if it's I'm part of the read. name or not no, at no, this no, point. No, 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 no. Um, she's a Zambian-born Welsh director. Um, Welsh? Yeah. Ooh. And it was uh, the UK's first ever entrance into the foreign language uh, prize at the Oscars. First ever? Yeah, yeah. And Which, when was this? Oh, I don't know, a couple of years ago. Like 2016? No. Re- oh, fairly recent then. Um, 
one thing. It's a little bit frustrating that the first non-English language film sent out wasn't in Welsh, but mm. I'll park that for the side. Um, this is about a woman accused of witchcraft in, in Zambia. Because um, Zambia has, on the on the statute books now, laws against witchcraft and punishments for witchcraft. Because witchcraft is like mega ubiquitous across the whole country. Um, like witch doctors or sort of like village healing circles and things like mm-hmm. that. This this girl, uh, the main character, gets accused of being a witch. But she's a mute. So she can't talk anything about it. Um, and she's uh, taken away into a government-run camp and they you try to use her witch powers to help them solve crimes not, it, not it's a film though it's not a documentary yeah well it's a film but it's it's, it's based on Reality. a lot of things that will happen a lot of things that will happen a lot of the things that happen um it's not like minority report it's standing a little bit see but um yeah um loads of like little trinkets and voodoo stuff going on in zambia and it's still on the books it's mental that they have anti-witchcraft laws that's hilarious but it's a really good film. Um, I'd highly recommend watching it. Did you it's watch called... it for this, or did you? Watch no, it I watched before? it. Year, I watched oh. it years ago. Oh. Um, and it's called "I'm Not a Witch." Yeah, I'm not a witch. By Nganu. Oh, don't make me say her name okay. again. Nganu. Uh, 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 but they used Nganu. to. So, so these these things actually used to. Well, they used to put witches into these camps, partly as like rehabilitation centres to rehabilitate to you know get them off get them off being a witch <laughs> get them off witchery yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um labor forced labor well, yeah obviously um and as, as simply as a tourist attraction um only people were only allowed to go to church uh and it was women and girl of uh, girls of all ages like get accused of being a witch but a police knocking on your door She's imagine being like 75 and then someone decides to fuck your life up and be like She's a witch. Imagine being 75 and being like, I'm a witch and I've not been touched for 75 years. Mm-hmm. Doing all your spells and stuff. Yeah. What are the witches supposed to do? Just witch stuff? Uh, yeah, it can be good fortune, bad fortune, curses, hexes. Um, oh. To like pull ailments out of you or into into other people. You know, it's run-of-the-mill witch, witchery, sorcery. It reminds me, this is a completely different continent, but it is witch-related. Um, the, con- the day I arrived in, I think it was Tajikistan, we drove across the border at night, and we got into the capital um, at night, and obviously it's empty at night. Like, which, like, which, which, is Ashgabat? Did I say Turkmenistan? Yeah, I think so. Did you? No, Tajikistan. Oh, sorry. Uh, and I think it's Dushanbe. Yeah, Dushanbe. Uh, Dushanbe. Um, and we drove and all the roads were empty and stuff like that. And we were driving with um, another group of people. And we had like uh, walkie-talkies to communicate between cars. <laughs> oh, what was your call signal? Oh, yeah. Did you have uh, a... I can't remember. This was oh, like three no, years ago. No, you can't remember. You're just too embarrassed to tell us. What was it? You either tell <laughs> us or we'll make something up. Honestly, don't know. Was it Captain I, Cinnamon? I, <laughs> we probably, honestly, sadly, didn't have any. It's a great, great idea, though. But we were driving and kind of sleepy, you know. And we're driving up this road and we see this really short figure, like a woman... With a like a proper like, witch like broomstick, but way, <laughs> but way too small. Like they had to duck to use them, and they were just cleaning the streets. But we saw like two or three of them at one a.m. in the morning, like kind of like ready to go to find a hostel. Like we were just like quite sleepy and stuff like that. We just saw that. That's the first impression we had of the country. Just some old-looking, like rickety, like <laughs> wait a minute, on this like really small broom. Like oh my god, what's going on? Just like. <laughs> Tried to call the the other team and they're like, "Have you seen this as well? <laughs> what is going on?" But yeah, that's my little witch story. They might be real. They might they just be. be cleaning the streets of Dushanbe. Dushanbe. On, on on the paranormal stuff, I spent at least an hour trying to buy a two yol online. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, for those who haven't listened, uh, where's the two yol from? Malaysia. 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 Yeah, it's a a little goblin baby. Uh, creature. Green, green, green goblin. Okay. Let's green goblin baby, sorry. Um, that I tried to buy online, but I couldn't find it's it. It's not much, not even on the used market. No. Nope. Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Um, shall we hit our guest story? 
Oh, yes. yes, please. That takes us to yet another continent, I think. Oh, no. No. This is Zambia. This, this is Zambia. Zambia Gastelway. Oh, this is so, this is by um, our good friend, Paul Clayton. Do you know him? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was when we were in Peru that we met him, wasn't it? But um, this, this is over to Paul. Ah, Zambia. So my first experience of Zambia was in 2019 uh, while taking part in the Putfoot Rally. Um, we turned up in a Mark IV 1980 Ford Cortina uh, at the Kasane border post, um, which back then was still a ferry crossing. Um, so I remember being loaded onto this ferry with a huge number of other vehicles, um, pushed right to the front, and we didn't actually have a working handbrake on our car at the time. So I remember having to sit on the brake for the entire um, the entire trip across the river, just hoping that there was no sudden movements and we didn't get sort of chucked into the uh, yeah into the stream while crossing across. Um, once we were in Zambia, lovely country, surprisingly good quality roads compared to, to Botswana. Um, we got to Lusaka and took part in an international potager, I believe it's pronounced, potager, poiki uh, contest, something like that, um, which basically uh, consists of cooking any sort of meal that you can in this massive um, sort of um, cast iron pot over a uh, open fire. Um, now we had no idea that this was this was what was needed, um, so effectively we made poiki punch, uh, which included pretty much all of the food that we had in the cortina at the time, uh, which was a can of mixed fruit, uh, some olives, and about two liters of rum. <laughs> so I mixed all of that together, um, and it tasted surprisingly good, I must say. Um, we didn't win the contest, unfortunately. Uh, apparently, there was some mention of of um, you know food rather than alcohol needing to be involved. Um, but uh, no, all round a, a fantastic evening and uh, a very very drunken affair. Well, a couple of things there. First of all, I've had the luxury of having a, a, a handbrake that doesn't work. In oh, the car yeah. before it is anxiety inducing and a horrible experience so that must have been just horrible well on you, a boat on a you, boat yeah right, well can you not have just left it in gear and got some chocks it's a bit risky still yeah. i used to live on a like massive hill like it, it oh we, we put bricks down but can you not just put a brick over your brake pedal yeah again a bit risky. i feel like a brick behind your wheel would be a bit safer if you want something done do it yourself that's fair. Yeah. Well, and second uh, thing, I've heard of polkies. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> but that that meal sounded right up your street, Tom. Which meal? The booze one. Yeah. Careful. Olives, fruit. There was no salt. Olives. There's no salt. Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah. But suppose... was, if it was spiced rum, then it was up your street because not, you like I'm spices. Not bit, I'm not a big fan of spiced rum. Oh, really? Enough? No. Mm. It's too sweet. I thought you liked too... the spices. No. no so is, is the regular rum not dark? Too... Dark rum. Is what it's I go not for. too plain and uh, not creative enough for you. Uh, no. Well, only because uh, Russian dad used to make homemade rum, and it was horrible. That so was it was, it was as nice of a man as he was. Is it's his, his booze was god awful. Yeah. Um, I've got a follow up message from Paul because he's setting up his own um, trip in in Africa. Um, and here's a little message for him: go to his website, all of that shit. I should have mentioned as well, if you would like similar experiences uh, in Zambia and indeed in sub-Saharan Africa in general, um, we are actually running an event called the Africa Rally uh, in July 2023, uh, which will run from South Africa up through Botswana, Zambia, Malawi, Tanzania uh, and ending on the lake in Kenya. Um, so go to www.africarally.com to find out more. And there's the first ever advert we've had on the Rooting Around podcast. We're not getting paid for this. That's the no, only. No, no, he gave story. us a story <laughs> and a lovely picture of his lovely face. But this sounds right up my, my street, though. Yeah. Rally. Is that, what are the? Do you know any details? Like, is it your own car? Do they give you a car? Well, do you pay uh, for the car? I th like? There's. I think they're still working out the details, but um, I know he's trying to put people in touch with car owners in Africa. 
So <laughs> to borrow their car, for like yeah, I know, or like, buy them. I think it's like you buy you buy your car secondhand in South Africa because uh, there's see. quite a big, cheap secondhand car market. Oh, this is 2023. What's uh, his name again? Paul Clayton. Paul, you might hear from me soon. Cool. This we yeah. can live stream from there. <laughs> what the whole like month? But we'll do it. We'll do it in a in an electric. Good. You'll, luck. you'll have to in warm Africa. your your liver well, up to to travel with Paul. That, yeah. guy, that guy loves a beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, he... well, his cooking skills prove it, probably. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's a good dude. Go, to, yeah, go to uh, the AfricaRally.com website and um, go to Africa with Paul. I think. It, I think if you if you are if you are going if you are doing an event like that or you are traveling around Africa, um, likelihood is you're not going to spend the entire time camping. Um, oh. And <laughs> and it clicks. Um, so this is from our, well, obviously this is our, our, our loved segment, sponsored of course by the Alpha Guest House, Bristol's premium hostel-based accommodation, uh, Alpha Guest House International. Um, this week, coming to you from, coming to you from Zambia, from the uh, Mumana Pleasure Resort. Uh, I can assure you that's... Pleasure the, Resort? Yeah, the Pleasure Resort. Oh, I, well, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure if that means it's doing anything greasy, um, but um, by the sounds of it, no, not a lot. That pleasure is in is sparse there. <laughs> um, so I got a few little reviews to read out. Uh, or, or, or just to to, to Set give the scene. yeah to give our listeners. Um, I'll paint you a word picture of the building. It looks like a rundown bank on the outskirts of a broken American town. Yeah, I was going to say post office, personally, but yeah, bank it, is maybe is... it's both. Yeah, it's one yeah. of those that shared access, and maybe but they've got like a little shop on the yeah. side as well, like a co-op or something. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Um, yes, yeah, so it looks. Go and get your light bulbs. Well. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, it just looks. Yeah, very right, non nondescript building. Um, so, no bed nets, dirty bathroom, all around uncomfortable. This was not worth the price. There were no bed nets in the rooms. We were booked, and when we asked for them, we were told they didn't have any. So if you can if you can handle the spiders on the walls and mosquitoes, that won't bother you. But it did bother us. The rooms were dirty. The bedding was filthy, and um, and the bathroom was not great. The quotation marks shower was a single stream of water that didn't really get hot, and the front desk and the, and the front desk was also on the rude side. Um, there was either a club or someone playing very loud music near our room, which was easily heard through the walls slash windows. The area feels a little dodgy. I would never stay there again. Again, and there are plenty of other wonderful options in uh, Lusaka, um, which is all right. It's not. It's not the worst. Not the it doesn't. Worst. It. It sounds like they're a little precious. Like, uh, obviously, you want nets there, yeah. <laughs> um, but you're not going to be able to stop mosquitoes and spiders getting into your room. I think that's the that's the problem with a lot of these reviews is that the really bad places don't get reviewed. Yeah, At I mean, if this, this place was in a European country, for example, where your standards are higher just because there's no bugs and stuff, you know, the shower you wouldn't expect that in it. But not not being rude or anything, but when you travel around Africa, sometimes Southeast Asia, maybe South America as well, you have to accept that sometimes. Yeah, the hotels are just going to be shit. Yeah, like, going to yeah, eat that shit. Yeah, and the other, the second view was really similar. Like it was a nightmare. Filthy, filthy, filthy. Dot dot dot. If anyone wants to go there, please make sure they have an improve. They have improved on the room cleanliness. Check out for uh, filthy, stinking pillows covered in clean linen, <laughs> dust mites, and many more. Lots of dots. Lots yeah. of dots. Lots of yeah, just lots of little dots after the more. Um, not a great one this week. Um, well, compared to some, compared to the Malaysia one, um, yeah, that was yeah, that, that was, was great. The, the brush, I still think about it. The toilet brush used to like clean. I don't know, I ever clean the sink. <laughs> what? Because it's such an efficient use of a brush. No, I think she used to clean the whole bathroom. Yeah, the, no, the whole room. Oh, yeah, just genius. I hope Effective. she started at the toilet as well. Oh yeah, it's a natural yeah. place yeah. to start. But she used soap. She said so. It's all right. Yeah, that's fine. Got oh, one more thing to say. You were talking about bugs. Look at oh, that. Oh yeah. Also, yeah, they got all, they got the big five there as well, haven't they? Yeah, I've got some yeah. more nature Ooh. stuff that I'll whip through at the end. These are termite hills, and the website I found this information on. Um, obviously, so for people watching termite, it's imagine like a 
How, how, a stalac a stalactite yeah. upside down. But it's just you know Stalic soil. Land. It's just soil, and it goes up really far. Like the, you see the trees, and they're pretty much like the same size of the trees, um, or like half half the size of the trees, and so really big. And the website I found this information on didn't have like specific numbers or data to describe like the maybe the average size. Basically, they grow really big, and they can grow as big as a small house. Wow. But if you want more information, they also say with room for a pony. <laughs> so, so it's bigger than the capacity. Stable. Yeah, I don't know. But I thought that was a weird, weird thing. Just give me subway sandwiches. There's so much more. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. 20 subways. Um, there's one thing I do know about termite mounds is that they've got some of the best natural air conditioning of any biological structure. That's, um, that's amazing. Because it's it's boiling also hot. also not surprising. Yeah, termites. Badass. There's some amazing pictures of um, long exposure. Did termite, termites glow? Do they? they? I don't know. There's, I've seen I'm some pictures sure. of uh, long exposures with the stars with some termite mounds. And it it's either other flies that glow or it's them. I'll have to check that one. Um, so what animal facts have you got? Oh shit! It's it's not animal facts. It's more like oh, there's one thing that I didn't really touch upon, which I could have done around the dinosaur. It's um, I'll go through it very very quickly. So it's this thing. Um, so this is the Kumbaka ceremony. It means it literally means to get out uh, to get out of water. Um, in today's Zambia, is it applied to a traditional ceremony that takes place at the end of the rain season? Uh, historians claim that before the time of the first known male Lotsi chief Mbu, there came a great flood called the Maya oh, oh wait, Mei A Lungwangwa, meaning the waters that swallowed everything. So there was a huge flood, it covered uh covered vast plains, loads of animals died, farms were swept away, um, and people were afraid to escape the flood in their little dugout canoes because they were too small. Um so apparently it was a god that ordered a man named Nakambela to build the first great canoe, Nalikwanda, which resembles this, um, and it means for the people to escape the flood. Is that one canoe then? That's one big canoe, yeah. With a horse on top. That's, no, that's an elephant. elephant. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I knew it was an elephant, by the way, I'm not. So the, the basis of this specific one now is um, the festival celebrates the move of uh, Litunga, the king of the Lotsi people, um, from his compound in Leilu, Leilui, in the Barats floodplain of the Zambezi River, to Limulunga on higher ground. So it's like this, not necessarily a pilgrimage, but it's getting the most important man out of the the danger zone. Not yet, yeah. Um, so the king's state barge is called, so this is his barge. Um, it's called the Nalikwanda, it's painted black and white, uh, like Zambia's coat of arms. On the barge is a replica of a huge black elephant, the ears which can be moved from the inside. Uh, there's also a fire on board, and the smoke from this tells the people that the king is alive and well. I don't know why, but yeah. Um, oh, I don't think... Sorry, go on. It's big enough to carry all of his possessions, his attendants, his musicians, and a hundred paddlers. Um, each paddler wears a headdress of a scarlet beret with a piece of lion's mane and a knee-length skirt of animal skins. Um, his wife has a barge next to it. Um, there's a lot of heavy drumming on it. Um, and it, <laughs> the Latunga, the king, uh, begins the day in traditional dress, but during the journey changes into a full uniform of a British admiral that was presented to uh, Latunga in 1902 by King Edward VII. That's brilliant. Yeah, so he's just got this white... <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's that's amazing. Cool, man. Um, so hundreds of people attend it every year, um, and the ceremony begins with two white scout canoes that um, check the depth of water or for the presence of any enemies. Um, it takes about six to eight hours to do the journey, um, Yeah, and the king is accompanied on the journey by his prime minister and other local chiefs. So nice. that's quite cool. Um, and then about the... Wildlife, there's loads of endangered animals. They've got wild dogs, black rhino, which are pretty much completely gone um, because of poaching, rhino horns, penis medicine, 
all that stupid shit. Um, Penis medicine. It is. It's to, and it doesn't work. It's the same material as toenails. It's keratin. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, I know, but... It's yeah, funny, but it's funny got mystical it. powers, Kevin. It does. It is magical. And it's shaped like a penis. So therefore... Very spiky on that. Speak for yourself. <laughs> uh, what was the... There was a couple of bits. Um, it's... Zambia's got some of the worst deforestation in the world. Um, and... Um, what? For, for what? Just like cropping? Yeah. Just, oh. Um, but yeah, the big five are there. Black rhinos are nearly gone. One of the last places you can find African wild dogs or African painted dogs. Um, but they're all on their way out, unfortunately. So we can finish the podcast on a very low point again. But uh, don't don't have a rhino horn to make your dick hard because it doesn't work. Yeah. You, well, you, you can, can buy vouch it. for that. You can buy it from shops now. You can, well, not rhino horn, Viagra. You can buy it over the counter. Yeah. So go to your local pharmacy. Not, not your local Chinese medicine pharmacy. Because it's nonsense. <laughs> We're going to Paraguay. Bye. See you next week in Paraguay. Bye.